Let us continue our worship in the Word of God. Turn with me to James chapter 1. We're going to be reading verses from 22 uh, through 25. James 1, 22 to 25. Do not merely listen to the Word and so deceive yourselves. Do what He says. Anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what He says is like a someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> we have started a series on the book of James, and we are going through the chapter by chapter. And as James is concerned with practical Christianity, the main theme of this book is about how to become the doers of the word of truth that leads to the life of salvation in Christ. It's about doing the word of God. It is one thing to understand the meaning of the word of God, but another thing is to do what he says and live out the word. I think probably living out the Word of God is probably harder than trying to understand the meaning of the Word of God. And in starting in verse 19, James instructs us on how to deal with the Word of Truth, which is a gift from God, the Father of Light. And last week, we studied verses 19 through 21, focusing on how to receive the word of truth with the right attitudes, with right mental and moral attitudes. And you can check it out in our YouTube channel um, if you go back to last week's teaching. But today, we'll focus on the response to that word of truth as we expound on today's passage. So last week, how to receive the word of truth Today, we will study how to respond to that received truth, the word of truth. Because it is not enough to receive, it, receive the word humbly and to receive it in the attitude that we've been talking about. It is also important to move on to responding to it. How are you going to respond to the word that you have received? And it involves, first, remembering it. Here, James starts with the sin of forgetting God's word, forgetting what you have heard. Look at verse 23. He says, Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what he says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself and goes away, immediately forgets what he looks like. Isn't it true that the forgetting is the beginning of disobedience? We forget the word of God, and we, that leads us to the life of disobedience. I think all the many sermons I heard in my life, and how did I respond to them? I think about myself, and most of them, sadly, I forgot within a few days. James says that the word of God acts like a mirror, and we read about ourselves. I remember one of my good friends who finally came to know Jesus. 
And it took many years for him to have faith. And I remember we actually had an argument uh, the, the, the time that we met. And as I was trying to share the gospel, he was very against it. And uh, we had a huge debate. And that was the last time that I saw him. And then a couple of years later, he actually wanted to come and visit me in Chicago. So he flew from uh, California to, to see me just to have a lunch with me. And when, I, when we met, I was happy to find out that he actually came to know Jesus Christ. And he wanted me to know that he became a believer of Jesus. And it was a very, very pleasant uh, lunch, I remember. But when I asked him how he came to faith, and he said, he said this, As I read the Bible more and more, I realized that I had been reading about myself. A preacher once said this, when you read the Bible properly, you will realize that every message in the Bible has your name and your address on it. You look in the mirror and you see yourself. You read the Word of God and you see yourself reflected through the Scripture if you got the right attitude. Just think about that for a moment. When you are reading the Bible, do you see yourself in the Bible? But then, that is not good enough if you just go away and forget it. When we look, the, read the Bible, we, 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 we see ourselves in it and we feel something, oh, this is not right and, and I need to do something about it. But as soon as you are done reading and when you are just walking away and you forget what it says. You look in the mirror, you see something that needs, to, needs doing, and you forget it. If you are too busy doing other things, you forget what you have seen. Now, a person like that will get nothing out of the Bible. They might get occasional twinge of conscience, but it will still be forgotten if, they are li if life is busy and there are other things to do. Maybe it's the picture of our Christian life. When we come to church, when we hear the message, something happens in our heart, maybe in our conscience. But when we walk out, we are so busy doing other things that we forget what we have heard. And there's no response to that word. So James is teaching that what some people do with the word of truth. They read it, they see themselves in it, and they go away and they forget it. Now, here he uses two words in Greek for the verb look that we can translate in two ways. First is to glance. Second is to gaze. So if I put that in, the man that glances in a mirror is more, is more likely to forget what, is, what he's seen than someone who gazes into a mirror intently looking for anything that needs doing. Why do we have a mirror in our, in our house? Well, the point is to look into it and see that something is wrong with us, that we will have to do something about it. So this is the point of the word. 
to see ourselves, to check ourselves, to examine our lives, examine our hearts, examine our life, our perception, everything of it in light of the Word of God. And that is more than just receiving the Word, but it's about remembering the Word, examining through the Word. So the person who forgets will be deceived and get a wrong impression of themselves. As they have a glimpse of themselves in the mirror, they have seen something in the Word of God that has challenged them, then they have forgotten it. But as you forget, they think there is nothing wrong with them and there is nothing to be done. And they are really a perfect person in their own eyes. Perhaps many Christians, we live like that. We hear something and we, we said, oh, that's very good. But when we walk away, we forget. But we don't just forget, but we actually start to deceive ourselves thinking that we are actually okay and that there is nothing to be done. What a dangerous deception. But that's who we are if we forget the Word of God, James says. If you hear and you forget, you are deceiving yourselves. And how easy it is to think of yourself not as, not, as not needing any correction or anything putting right according to the Word of God. And it leads to deception. And I'll tell you, my brothers and sisters, worst kind of deception is to deceive ourselves. It is bad enough being deceived by other people, but when you forget what you have seen in the Word of God about yourself, you are really deceiving yourself and living in a cloud, living in a falsehood, in illusion. And that's a very dangerous deception. We think we are all right. Whereas the person who gazes into the mirror and remembers to do something about what they have seen, the Bible says, will be blessed. So, there are two alternatives. The simple alternative that James writes about Christian is this. First, you glance in the Bible and you forget what you saw. That will lead you to deception. You'll be deceived. Or you can gaze into the Bible, which means looking intently into it, studying it as if your life depends on it. Then you do something about what he says. You have two choices. But let us deep think deeper here. What does that mean? Why do we forget? Because I think we glance at it. We didn't pay attention. We just look at it. But why do we just glance at the Word of God that we get easily fail, I mean, easily forget? Perhaps we do not really believe in the power of the Word of God. Perhaps we don't really care too much about the Word. If you truly believe that the Word of God is the highest authority in your life, you will not take the Word of God lightly. You will not just glance at the Word of God if you know its power. 
You will not just let any other political ideologies or social opinions or cultural agendas or your own thoughts dictate your life. Even though you want to, but you wouldn't. You know why? Because you understand and believe in the power of the Word of God. The question is, do you then believe that the Word of God is the power of God unto salvation for those who believe? Do you believe that the Word of God is a living and active, the most powerful thing in the world that can penetrate our hearts and soul, our mind, even to our bones and marrows? Do you really believe? But that's what the Bible says. If you truly believe the Word of God is power of God, then take the Word of God seriously. And how do we take Word of God seriously? Seek God's Word first in your life. When you wake up in the morning, do we seek His Word? Or do we seek the world of the media? When you read it, you don't forget it. You go away and you do something about it if you take the Word of God seriously. My brothers and sisters, if you are not doing anything about the Word that you have received, you know what that means? It means that you don't really believe the Word of God. That's what James is saying. If you're not doing anything about what you have heard and received, if you you don't respond to the Word of God, you know what? You don't really believe it. Because you do not really believe the word, you easily forget the word you have received. You don't take things seriously when the Bible says something about it. Because you have forgotten the word, what happens? You would follow the pattern of the world, which leads to the disobedient life. And at the end of and the end of the disobedience is what? Destruction. And that's the sad reality. And James is warning us about that. How are you going to respond to the Word of God? Are we going to just listen, thinking that we receive and that's it? Are we going to respond to it? Because we know the Word of God is serious. It's the most important thing in our lives. However, if you want to be blessed by God, There is a recipe, which is very simple. James says, seek his word by faith. Read his word by faith. Why do we read the word of God? Because we believe the word of God is a power of God. Because it can do greater things than you can even imagine. It can transform the hearts of people, even your heart. So, What do we do? We seek his word every day. Second, not just we read the word, but we do something about it. You respond to it. How? You look into the word and you obey simply what he says. I know sometimes it is very hard. Most of the time it is very difficult. And sometimes we don't believe it. I cannot believe that the Lord wants me to forgive my enemy. Is it possible? I cannot believe I need to make some decision that doesn't really make sense to me, but the Bible tells us so. 
but you obey by faith. Why? Because we believe the Word of God is always right over our own opinions, over what the world says. You do something about it. Then the Bible says, James says, you will be blessed. You will experience the power of God being real in your life. When we say blessed, a lot of people, we think, oh, everything's going to go well. Everything's, you're going to be somehow financially rich or you're going to get, regain health. Yeah, that can be part of that. But when you see God's word and do something about it and you obey the word of God by faith, when James says you will be blessed, you know what that means? It means that you will actually experience the very power of God being exerted in your life, being real in your life. Does not mean that things will go smoothly. Does not mean that all your troubles will be all of a sudden will be gone. As a matter of fact, if you try to obey the word of God, it, your life is going to be more troublesome. It's going to be harder sometimes because the whole world is against what is right. But one thing for sure that you will experience is the very presence of God working in your life, transforming your heart, comforting and encouraging your heart, and making you courageous to keep your faith until the very end. And that is what it means by being blessed. That's the promise. In this simple obedience, God will bless you, and God will be with you, and you can experience the power of God. My brothers and sisters, anyone who wants to see God, anyone who wants to understand who He is and follow His ways, we need to understand His Word. We can't understand God without God's Word. No wonder. The scripture is given to us. The God has given us the word of God to us. That we seek his word and we respond to it in obedience. Then we will experience his very power working in our life, in your life. And that is the promise of God for us, for those who obey. Amen. In this simple obedience, it is my prayer, all of us, we will experience the love of God, the power of God. And as, you, as we continue to seek God's word and learn to obey, we will understand who he is and what he is doing in and through our lives. Last point that I want to make is this. I know it is very difficult to just simply read the word and not only that, to obey the word of God. It seems almost impossible with our own might. Then how are we going to do this? Well, the Bible says, do not worry, take heart, because the Holy Spirit is within you. He knew that with our own power, we won't be able to respond to the Word of God. But as you submit your will to the Word of God, the Holy Spirit dwelling within us will help us to obey even more. Help us to obey and respond to the word even more. And that is the promise. So whenever you try and you seek God's word and you obey his word, it's not just we are the one who's trying to do something. 
It's actually beyond that, behind that. The Holy Spirit will help you. And through that process, the Holy Spirit will change us from the inside out. That is the promise of God. When we try to submit our will and obey according to His Word, Holy Spirit will take over and help you. And through that, He will transform our hearts, transform our mind, transform our behaviors, transform every aspect of our lives. So obedience to the Word of God is the beginning of submission to the Holy Spirit. And it is my prayer that all of us will learn to do that. Yes, Christianity, Christian life is very simple. It's not boring or it's not easy, but I'll tell you, it's very simple. Like a little child, obey God's Word. Simply trust and obey, the Bible says. Then you will see the working of the Holy Spirit happening in your lives. But why do we not understand that? Why do we not experience that? Because you are so stubborn in our own ways. We call it sin. And we still want to do whatever we want to do. But the Bible says, if you do that, and if you forget what you have received, you will not be blessed. As you receive the word, respond to the word in obedience and see what happens. The Bible promises us when we do, we'll grow in our faith. And as we grow in our faith, we will become more like Christ as Holy Spirit transforms us. I really pray as we study the book of James in this very practical instruction, as we simply obey, we will understand the very power of God working in and through your life. Amen. Let us pray.